0: I'm Jordan Ferguson
1: and I'm Kate McKinnon
0: and you are listening to the geek down podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is a show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. I am in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And joining me on the other line, lounging in the satellite branch from scenic Hamilton, Ontario, it is your girl, Caitlin McKinnon.
1: I'm lounging because it's it's going to be a snow day tomorrow.
0: So they say. Isn't that delightful?
1: Well, I mean, I, st- I still have to work. I actually, you know what? I... I don't know that. I don't want to jinx it. Um, I mean, by the time you hear this episode, we will know whether it was a snow day or not. I was
0: going to say, people are listening to this or just out minding their business. Then they're like, it's a snow day tomorrow. And it's like <laughs> Thursday or June. They don't know whenever they listen to this. Friends, this is episode 268 of the Geek Down Podcast. If you want to listen to all 267 other episodes of this show at your leisure, whenever you like, you just go to wherever you get your audio content, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, Stitcher, If you want to give us a little rate, review, follow, subscribe while you're there, we'll push us up in the algo so other people can find the show. We greatly appreciate that. And henceforth, if you do subscribe to this program, you will never miss an episode because they will be brought to you on the back of a rainbow main alicorn named Philip by someone I forgot to mention completely last week, and he is very upset. And that's your mans.
1: Chauncey Prostelicus the third, geek down internet elf. He's done nothing but text me about it.
0: Oh my god, girl! I was like, wow. The the preamble was all over the place because it was our first one back, and I had to call you a jizz aficionado, and just everything was out of sorts. My whole routine was off, so I forgot to mention Chauncey completely. But he is here. To deliver those episodes directly to your device, you don't have to do anything else. It's what he lives for. It's what he loves to do. If you like to, thank- and
1: there is no such thing as a snow day for Chauncey.
0: He's a frost elf, baby. He just glides through. Cares not for snow or sleet or slush. Or any of that other bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always cool.
0: <laughs> You're a bad person.
1: You're a bad person.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Geekdown Podcast for the past five years. <laughs> this, is, this is the final <laughs> episode of the Geek Down Podcast. If you would like to chide Caitlin for that pun on the internet, you can go over to twitter.com slash geekdownpod Twitter. and give her what for. And I, then
1: Jordan will send me the screenshot.
0: I will, I will deliver it on your behalf to her to let her know how terrible that pun was. If you would like to support this endeavor financially so I can look for a new co-host. <laughs> No, Ouch. no, Ouch. no, 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 wouldn't do that. But uh, if you would like to uh, support the endeavor of Caitlin getting a book on stand-up and improvisational comedy.
1: <laughs> I am delightful.
0: K-O-dash People
1: enjoy the puns.
0: FI.com slash pod. Throw three bucks in the old tip jar. So maybe we can get it. We can enroll her in some improv classes so she doesn't have to rely on punnery so much. People are monsters. <laughs> you are history's greatest monster. Uh, what else is in the preamble? Is that it? Do I have anything else to say?
1: Um, I think that's it.
0: Friends, were... I mean,
1: it's me, so I'm not exactly, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> best person to ask. Who
0: knows? Caitlin saw something shiny, so for all we knew, this is... Friends, this is uh, going to be a... We're, we're pushed back on the recording time a little bit because your man's had to watch the Yellow Jackets finale before we started. So we're trying to keep this light and tight. There is not... Much for me to say. I was on a nine day stretch at major Canadian retailer, so I really have nothing to say in my personal life. <laughs> nothing happened aside from uh, sleep, and not, yeah. e- not even enough um, of that.
1: Um, only things I have to mention, really, besides updates, are um, my ter- terrible response to the booster,
0: oh. <laughs> which I
1: talked a little bit about off air. Um. So I will go on about my terrible response to the booster, but there is an addendum to this, which Mm. is I am an adult. I don't care. I'm glad I got boosted and it was worth it, but I did die. (laughs) I died and then some wizard resurrected me for his own nefarious purpose. You
0: were brought back to life.
1: Yeah. Um... By with the help of this wizard and also senior correspondent Chris, who very kindly took got off of work early to take care of me because I was I was dead. Um, and I've I don't think I've ever had a headache so bad in my entire existence. Really, I I could not look at anything that emitted light. (laughs) So I was in crazy pain. I had body ache. It was the body ache wasn't as bad as last time um because it is a half dose the booster dose. Um but basically I could not be entertained in any way. I just had to kind of like no,
0: no entertainment.
1: <laughs> no, because I couldn't look at the TV or my phone for very long. So sometimes I just listen to vine compilations because I knew yeah. the vines in my head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm old. I listen to Vine. I just listen to Vine compilations. I'm going to get at the gramophone. Um.
0: <laughs> oh, back in the days when we sat around the Victrola and let, let 47 minutes of Vines that Cure My Depression play in the background. Yeah. Road work ahead. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does.
1: Um, and yeah, it was it was terrible. And then Friday night, I was fine. I mean, I was, I still had some body ache. I wasn't, wasn't like I was going to go, you know, skipping to the store or anything or, you know, uh, using my exercise bike, but I at least could stand upright and look at things again. (laughs) Um, and then Saturday I was exhausted. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, it, it sucked. It was terrible, but it was, it's worth it. Um, so, I'm boosted now, which makes me feel a lot better about being out in the world. Excellent. Um, and then the other thing I have come to realize, hmm. or I've had a realization about, is that, A, I really need to play Mist, <laughs> And, B, B I, there was definitely, uh, I missed out on the time when everyone was playing Mist, which was in the 90s. You're just
0: going to leave that pun line there? What that you missed? Missed?
1: I oh, I missed. Missed. I I didn't see it. I did. It was right in it was front right, of me. It's right there, didn't,
0: didn't literally smacking you in the face, and you missed it. She's not. She's not good see? after the booster, y'all. It. Whatever. Whatever she tells yeah. you, she's not good after the booster. Um, <laughs> wow, uh, coming through with 1996's hottest gaming takes.
1: Well, okay. What, what I real? Okay. So part of part of this comes from a YouTube series on. Um, can you pause it for – I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Sorry. I should I realize I should – Of course
0: up. I can. <laughs> Such preparation.
1: So on YouTube, there is some thing called Ars Technica. I don't know. But basically, if you look up missed War Stories, so they have this series called War oh, yeah, Stories.
0: Video game development. I saw one on Crash Bandicoot once. <laughs>
1: Yeah. There we go. So we've been watching these and we, which is, it's actually been fascinating because it's like some of the first um, video games that really, I don't know, they that they really like sort of would change something or they'd have a new technology they'd use or they'd find a new way to make the video games look better. There, there's something about them. Right. And I've seen some stuff about Myst, but, uh, there was one on missed called how mist almost couldn 't run on c d ROM but that kid's was a disc oh, yeah, that used so, to run your yeah program. so it
0: 's like um <laughs> it 's like a small shiny record because at this day the, you know, the records you put on your wall that but you never play it 's like a smaller shiny version of that and it would have music on yeah. it or in some cases data that you would put into um like a slot on the side of your computer and then it could like play a game.
1: Yeah. Um, we're so old. Mm-hmm. Um, And anyways, so I know that there are some, there are like a, 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 the guys who made Mist. apparently in the last couple of years have had, um and uh, what's it when people give you money? Can
0: Kickstarter. You know that,
1: that site? Kickstarter. Thank you. They did a Kickstarter. They got tons of money. They made one game. They're making another one that's like Myst, but with good graphics and it's steampunk, which I'm like, okay, thank you. That's the Venn diagram of Caitlin. Um, I just realized that one of the things I love about video games are the puzzles and that every video game we play, like we're playing Dragon Age right now or Dragon Age Inquisition. And there's like some puzzles, but it is not nearly enough. And I was like, this is <laughs> this game is just all puzzles. Fuck. <laughs> that's what I need. A game that's all puzzles.
0: We got to get you back yeah. on uh, on some ROMs of like, Kids back in the day, games didn't even have graphics.
1: It was literally, <laughs> no, it was no.
0: literally just text, and it would describe the room you were walking into. I had a couple of those uh, on the Apple IIc back in the day, and like literally, like nothing. It was like turn on light switch, you died. Like that was like the best I could do on those games.
1: Yeah, I mean, apparently there's a bunch of people who've like never completed. Mist. like it was just. It was long and difficult, and to me, that's like, oh, great! I can, I can conquer that. Um, so yeah, so you, you might in the, the new, new forensic year files, here.
0: y'all get used to get used to the next six months of Caitlin's missed updates. Cannot wait. <laughs> Bated breath over here.
1: Uh, I'm very excited about this. Fuck,
0: fucking hell! Well, get hyped yeah. for missed.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Uh, so <laughs> aside from missed updates, there's really, uh, not a lot popping out there. Uh, there's apparently a moon Knight trailer dropping that will have dropped by the time you hear this, but not early enough for when we're recording. Um, so get amp for moon night, I guess. I just saw, man, I saw something I was scouring about looking for news and it was like, so like on an Android phone, if you swipe to the, uh, left, it just gives you like a, you know, the Google news reader. And it's all based on like suggestions of, you know, what they've logged you, what they've surveyed you reading on your device. And I just saw one thing and I was like, a comic book resources used to be like a site, like a real site, like.
1: <laughs> right. Like
0: Gail Simone, like got her start on comic book resources, writing a, uh, writing a humor column on there. And. All I saw was like the tile and it was like, why a Martin Scorsese Kingpin movie would be a killer addition to the MCU. And I'm like, you just need, you just need to walk into the river and keep walking until you are fully submerged. Stop this. (laughs) Stop this entirely. Uh, You want to talk about people who don't have many Thursdays left? Martin Scorsese (laughs) is not... Spending any time. He's making The Irishman 2. He's making another movie about missionaries in Japan. He's not doing anything with the MCU. Stop. And if you got no. paid to write this article, you should just give it to charity. Because <laughs> this was wrong. <laughs> this article was wrong. <laughs> you made a bad decision. Everyone involved made a bad decision. So
1: Everyone. I was, Everyone.
0: Like, I was like that entire website stricken from the record. Anyway, uh, so shall we just move on to updates? Then we've been getting into. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. Um, I'm happy to go first. I got lots.
0: Got she got lots. All right,
1: I've got lots from the last time. We did a podcast, not even, I'm not even talking about the, like, maybe a couple of these things. Oh, this, this
0: isn't the follow-up where you were like, I'll talk about these things in the coming month. This is all this is all new. No,
1: actually, you know what? Every single one of these things is from, just from last episode. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sure it'll come up eventually that I, you know, watch some random thing on the break. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. Um, but I'm... I'm very excited because I, am, I have made time in my life for reading more. Mm. It's, no, it's not like New Year, New Me. This is not a resolution. It's just I've been trying to, you know, I love reading, and I have literally a pile of 14 books that I need to read, and I want to actually try and get through them this year. Um, so I started with uh, something easy, Ease Me In. Um, it's Son of a Trickster um this is by Eden Robinson she's an indigenous Canadian author um this book was made into um I mean it's from 2017 so it's not super old but it was made into a tv uh series called Trickster um a couple years ago but I mean we can get into it at some point but uh it might be something that we want to watch this year um it got canceled because they found out the the like showrunner was said she was indigenous but wasn't.
0: Woof. Woof.
1: And I was like, why would you cancel a series who apparently it was the series was great and people were really interested in it. In a Canadian series, we don't have very many people. Um that was doing really well. Why in the world would you cancel it because of someone who is lame? You just, you take the lame person. <laughs> and
0: remove out. the lame person and you put a not lame you, person there. The show was not lame. The person in charge was lame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she like co-created the series and she directed it and she's one of the executive producers. Okay. That's great. You just eject them forcefully <laughs> from the series and then you let all the cool people work on the series. Anyways, I will forever be angry about this, but so far the book's been great. I'm about a quarter of the way for, through. Um, we watched Dune. Did I bring up Dune last time?
0: I don't recall.
1: I don't think I did, because I feel like we would have, I would have mentioned something about Dune.
0: And how do we feel about um, Dune. It wasn't great. wasn't great. No. Was it better than David Lynch's Dune? (laughs) No. Caitlin.
1: Okay. There were some things that were better than David Lynch's Dune. (laughs) But, but, I was really angry about one thing in particular. And so Lady Jessica... If you don't know the Dune story, it's basically a coming-of-age story, Um, and the, the main character, his mom is supposed to be, like, she's a powerful space witch, basically, and Lady Jessica was always a cool character, super strong, like, very, like, practical, had cool powers, they made her cry too much. She, like, cried every fucking scene. And I was like, this lady doesn't cry. Like, she's a badass. She's a badass bitch. And she doesn't cry. And they had her literally just crying all the time. Okay, have, maybe have one scene when she cries, because then it would be impactful. But she just, like, fucking cried all the time. And I was very disappointed in this. Um it was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. There were some things that were really close to the book that I really liked. Um, I don't know how I feel about Chalamet. I think that he's... I don't know. He's just... He's just such a little boy. <laughs> like, I just...
0: <laughs> I don't know. Caitlin don't like him delicate delicate and girlish. <laughs> I,
1: I... You know what? Maybe... I don't know. I just... I didn't actually think the acting was particularly good, Um, and usually that's up to the director. Um, I did think Josh Brolin was great, weirdly. Like, if I had to pick one person who I thought was really, really good, Josh Brolin was fantastic. Um, Who do you play? uh, He played Duncan. Wait, did he play? No, 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 he didn't play Duncan. He played character's name. Uh, I'll get it. Hold
0: on. Is it the Patrick Stewart character? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought.
1: Gurney, Gurney Halleck. How could I forget? Gurney Halleck. Um
0: Yeah, Kate, Kate Patrick Lynn. Stewart character. I have, yeah. I have two questions about Dune. Yeah, okay. And then we'll keep moving. Okay. Um how much whispering was there? there is the mind killer. How much whispered um, narration was there?
1: There was none. Good. No, no uh, Could you count the stuff at the beginning to be whispered narration? Mm, No, it wasn't whispered.
0: (laughs) Second question. Second question. How horny is it?
1: How horny is it? Yeah. It's not really horny
0: at all. David Lynch's was kind of horny. I think Dune in general is kind of a horny book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think the book's that horny. There's maybe horny parts of it. Um... It wasn't horny. Everyone was in still suits. Ugh. They explain what a still suit is, and so you just the whole time you're like, "Ugh, you're drinking your sweat." Non- like, that's all can make. Nonsense.
0: Make, Nonsense. Make Dune horny twenty twenty two.
1: And that's the other thing. So the first, the first. So a lot of the time in I think in David Lynch's Dune and in the miniseries, the sort of the the end of that. Definitely, David Lynch's. They squished a bunch of stuff together yeah. from different, yeah. Um, but in this, they really stopped it where the I think the original story ended. So, or they or or went. It's hard to explain. And for, unless I'm gonna like deep dive Dune, and I know you no, did not no, want me to no, do that. No,
0: I'll hit the eject button right now.
1: Basically, it, it, the pacing is very weird in the movie, and there isn't an arc, and you can shape it into an arc, but the, he decides not to and just like ends it in a weird part, um, and I just think it's a bad decision. So, though there were parts that were entertaining, the pacing was weird, the tone was weird, it was not sexy enough, apparently, there was no whispering, there was no Patrick Stewart, Friends. and... Um,
0: Go go back to Crapathon circa 2019, I think, and listen to the episode where we talked about uh, David Lynch's Dune and listen to me sl- progressively lose my mind the longer <laughs> we talk about it. It's one of the top five Geek Down episodes we've ever done. It's one of my favorites.
1: Um, uh, this will not make you lose your mind.
0: Not interested. What else do you watch?
1: Uh, Luca.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know that. Wait, yes, I do.
1: Yes. Uh, Italian Pixar film. Yes. It was great. Lots of fun. Um, of course, we've continued to watch Boba Fett this episode. Okay, mm. I'm going to use mm. a phrase mm. that Jordan uses all the time. Oh, this will be fun. Who did they make
0: this for? <laughs> right? What are the teens doing here? Why do we have teens? And Why do we have are, Power Rangers? Is it
1: for- if you were going to make a show for kids, this is not the show. No one has died. He hasn't killed anyone. Why has he not killed anyone? <laughs> this is Boba Fett. Boba Fett should just be like randomly you, killing folks.
0: I told you this was going to happen. I said, y'all I'm love, hoping. Y'all love Boba Fett for decades. And now they're making him into something you weren't prepared for. And
1: I Make a thing for kids, but don't make a Boba Fett. It's about a crime boss. He's going to be a crime boss. And I know he wants to rule with like... You know, not with fear, but with respect. But just like, well, now he has a rancor. Who knows? Maybe we'll just start throwing people it's in the rancor pit. Just a boy. But... Just
0: a boy in his rancor. He's going to learn how to ride <laughs> so,
1: it. He's right. He's so excited to ride the fucking rancor. Um, but yeah, no. And and honestly, kudos to senior correspondent Chris. He there's no stars in his eyes. He was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Even like the the the, the, the like. The bike scene, which should be cool because it's a hover bike, was like the most uncool thing ever. Like there was no stakes. I was not really interested. Where did these jeans come from? These where, are the most.
0: Where did these jeans are the come jeans. from?
1: It's <laughs> the worst jeans. Um, anyway, so we'll see how that goes. Sorry, sorry. Um, I got
0: I got to get in and say one last thing about Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, I uh, was rightly called out, chided. By someone who may or may not be cute. You know, someone cute. Um, for not putting enough respect on the name of Tamara Morrison, the actor who plays Boba Fett. I believe when we first talked about the show, I just said he was a 60-year-old New Zealand guy. He's actually a very... <laughs> he's a very well-respected actor uh, and was in Once Were Warriors, a a film from the 90s about the uh, lives of the Maori, pe- Maori people in New Zealand. At a time when movies like that just were not done and still kind of aren't, but...
1: Oh no! We both, Chris and I, stand him.
0: Like, I apologize for not putting enough respect on Tomorrow Morrison's name. I'm sorry. This is the show you got.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it, anyways. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, we attempted to watch Centaur World.
0: I'm sorry. I think what? We,
1: I think we got in. Like four and a half minutes,
0: maybe three minutes. Is this a show about centaurs?
1: <laughs> it's it, a thing. Okay. So I, the only way I could describe it from like, uh, this is what the ad looks like on Netflix. It's like, uh, kind of don't come at me, people. It's kind of adventure time-y. Mm. Oh, like yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, and it is, I think it's too weird for me. I think it's maybe the kids are weirder than I am. I don't know, but. I could not watch it. It was too strange. Um, I did not like it. Tell me if I'm wrong and I need to give it another chance, but I think I think I got to pass on that one. Um, okay, so <laughs> there's a story behind this. Mm. I watched, so I've never, I'd never seen The Expendables. Okay. So how this happened. So why we watched The Expendables is because- Everyone's
0: dad's <laughs> favorite movie. Yes, go ahead.
1: <laughs> we, we watched, so they remade, they made an A-Team movie in like 2010. Oh, yeah. I um, vaguely remember that. We saw like this clip from it and I was like, what is this? I could recognize that it was an, A- an A-Team, the A-Team movie, which I've also never seen. So when we were trying to think of things to watch that were stupid and I didn't have to pay attention to, I was like, let's try and find the A-team. I was not paying for the 2010 A-team <laughs> remake. No. Um, so I was like, let's find a film that's like it. And you know how they'll suggest things like it? Well, very much like how my goal was to watch all of the Underworld movies, it is now my goal to watch all of the Expendables movies. There are four of them. Oh, my
0: God. I was going to say, how many are there?
1: There are four and they are so stupid. They're so stupid. They are so stupid. They're stupid. Oh Yeah. And I kind of love that they're stupid because I don't have to think about it and they're not made for me. So I don't have to be like, well, that's, you know, that's misogynist. It doesn't matter because the <laughs> people I, <laughs> because if I told someone they wouldn't care, um, I can just enjoy the stupid because it's so stupid. Um, also, they did not give Jet Li the kudos and the like, the t- the time and the the fights that he should have had. I think he get, becomes more center in like the third one. Um, so I'm excited. I, that I will also update you on. Um,
0: missed in the Expendables. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't like how this year is going already.
1: <laughs> um, we also ended up watching uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, Shang-Chi and the Legend of, sorry, yeah, I did, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, sorry, um, we, uh, it was good, it was fun, it was, they had some really great martial arts scenes, they did a couple cool long takes, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, it wasn't amazing, but it was fun, um, we also, (laughs) Getting very excited. Jesus. <laughs> um, we also watch uh, Eternals.
0: Save it. Um, save it.
1: Uh, we will. We will save it. Save it. Um, and that's it. That's 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 everything.
0: All right. Well, it's a good chat, so we'll save it till the end. I'll bur- burn through some of mine first. Um we talked we talked about Boba Fett. Why are the teens here? Why do they all have a different color bike? Did they ask for that specifically? Oh did they not, well, you know did they why? only have it's individuals? The Fuck it's the toys. If they I see it's like Boba Fett in the sack lunch bunch like just like just all <laughs> like, like to believe the the Jawas didn't have a uh, two red bikes so they all had to get different colors. Anyway uh, speaking of games, finish the, uh, Dr. Dre contract missions. I got Dr. Dre's cell phone back with a,
1: Oh God. one of his many lost cell phones.
0: <laughs> so many, well, copies were made and then I had to get the original back. Um, oh, of course, although anyway, it was a great, great little ending. You give Dr. Dre a ride back to the, the country club and he plays, uh, you know, the last new song that he made for this project, which is actually pretty good. Um,
1: Oh good. One good song.
0: One good song. Maybe two. Uh, cause that later on you get a, um, I think to to a certain extent they're getting around the radio station conundrum by uh, using like quote unquote media sticks. Like you can find USB drives around the uh, city, and now the radio has a like a media player uh, slot. So you just pick whatever media player you want to listen to, and it'll cycle through the songs on it. And there's a Dr. Dre one, and then ends up on your desk at the little agency place, and it's got like all six songs on it. Um, the Nipsey Hussle Ty Dolla Sign song is very good. Rest in peace to Nipsey. Um, but. I do all that, and then it's like, man, Dr. Dre's invited us to, you know, or Poo's, Dr. DJ Pooh or somebody's invited us over to the uh, to the studio to, you know, do whatever, get a tour or something. It's like, bring a friend if you want to, type of thing. I was like, yeah, girl, I ain't bringing no friends. Like, whatever, you know, how I do this. <laughs> and I drive over there, and it's like it's an actual mission, and so like the loading screen starts, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna play by myself. No, this mission requires two people. What? Unacceptable. To the end, now you're gonna make me like get some rando into my game, but like <laughs> I don't know them, Caitlin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anyone. What are you gonna do? I
0: have, I have no friends in San Andreas. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just never play that mission. <laughs> uh, what else? Who likes who? Who likes crying? Been watching some Queer Eye. New seasons up
1: oh. on the old Netflix,
0: both with and without someone cute. Um, yep. Poor kids who didn't get a prom because of COVID. Here comes Bobby to just totally redo the courtyard of their school. Once again, Bobby's the only one who does any work. I love them all. (laughs) It's true. Bobby's the only one who does any work. Uh, What else is out there? So like I said, the Yellow Jackets finale, I delayed recording so I could watch it. So I could be hit you with the hot, fresh new, new. And it was okay. It frankly wasn't as fucked up as I thought it was going to be. Um, And they still ain't eat nobody. Spoilers. (sighs) That
1: is disappointing. The person
0: you thought was getting eaten the whole season didn't get eaten. She died. Is that? She died, but she didn't get eaten.
1: Is that like, is that a good thing or is that a good (laughs) twist or is it like, are you like,
0: hmm? Who got eaten now? Who was that then? Oh,
1: okay. So like it, it, there's a purpose to that twist. It's to, it's to extend the twist. Oh
0: yeah. You went the whole season thinking that this one character was the one who ended up getting eaten. Cause she was like, you know, the, the princess of the school type of thing. And her kind of like fall from grace was going to in, involve like everybody going Lord of the flies and turning on her type of thing. Um, but you know, her, that is not how her story uh, played out. Also, it must be said the needle drops on this show, like, they're not like super, like, <laughs> obscure 90s songs for me, anyway, as someone who lived through it. Like, but when you go from something really fucked up in the woods during, you know, when they were kids and then go to their, immediately jump to their uh, high school reunion, which is what the finale was kind of based around, and Rump Shaker by Rex and Effects starts playing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good little mm-hmm. well, check, baby. Check, baby. After you're done killing a bear in the middle of the middle of the woods, that's a. Uh...
1: I'm bopping to it right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, damn right you are. Uh, Yellow Jackets is amazing. If you haven't watched it, bear in mind it's gory. It is not averse to puzzle box elements. So if that's not your jam, if you don't want to, you know, deep dive any of that shit, you can avoid it. Although I will say, even though I have dipped my toes into Reddit, it's very light. People mostly enjoy. Um, memeing things then looking for theories. Uh best moment of the season when shauna the main characters, main ish characters uh husband finds out that she has killed her lover and she was cheating on him and and actually the lover wasn't blackmailing them. It was her husband cuz his furniture business was going, his furniture store was going out of business and he contracted some loan sharks and who she was cheating on him cuz she thought he was cheating on her but the woman he, she saw him with was actually like a lone shark person that he was terrified of type of thing. Um, there's a pause as all this has been laid out. And Shauna goes, I can't
1: believe you thought I was going to book club this whole time.
0: What? There's no book club. <laughs> Best moment of the season. Um, <laughs> poor Jeff finally realizing <laughs> it's everything else was fine. The murder, the infidelity, all that was fine. You lied about book club. That's what he couldn't handle. Oh, jeez. Um, a weird thing that I got onto uh, based basically from a Chris and Andy Recco, although it is a show that I knew of before. Uh, this is a show called Southside, which was on Comedy Central and is now on HBO Max slash Crave here in Canada. This is a show from two gentlemen named Bashir Salahadine and Diallo Riddle, who also, it should be noted, uh, did a show called Sherman's Sherman's Showcase, which was a fake documentary series about a fake Soul Train-like show. From the 70s, um, slash 80s, slash I think through multiple <laughs> decades. And I have, it was on like IFC or something. And I have tried to find this show. I believe it's coming to CBC Gem of all places.
1: What? <laughs> on, I love the random stuff that Canadian <laughs> content gets.
0: On February 1st, I think it's hitting CBC Gem. It's on Prime if you pay for the AMC edition. But I wasn't going to do that to you. Um, <laughs> Caitlin wakes up one day. She's oh like, like, what is this $9? Um, <laughs> all I know, the first season of Sherman showcase had two of the songs I have laughed the hardest at, uh, dropping it low for Jesus and dropping it low for Jesus and Vic Mensa rapper, Vic Mensa playing a version of a Prince-like character. And the song was, I believe called Vicky is the water warm enough. And it's actually fire. <laughs> it's actually, like, the best oh the best parody of a Prince song. Anyway, these two gentlemen, uh, Salaheddin and Riddle, are also doing the show called Southside, which is about these two guys who basically... It's basically about, it, there's a huge cast of characters, not unlike the thing we're going to talk about in the second half. But it focuses mainly around this, um, like, the repo guys at a rent-to-own place in Chicago Southside. And right. I think, like, the, the biggest name that you'll see in it is, I think... That comedian Lil Rel has a, like, recurring role. He's not on there all the time, but he's uh, on there occasionally. And it's not perfect. Like, I got the tip off again from Chris and Annie because they were like, this is the best thing we're watching right now. Like, just for, like, a good background comedy type thing. It's good, and it has made me, like, snort laugh. I can't watch. It's a twofer. It's you watch two, and then you leave it. I don't think it's not a binger for me. It's only two seasons and I will, I will get through all of them, but it's a very, um, the laughs it doesn't get, it's not top to bottom laughs, but the laughs it gets are so quality. (laughs) I don't know who plays officer Turner. I got to get her name. Chandra Russell plays officer Turner. And she's like the, her partner who's played by Sal Hadin, one of the co-creators, He gets transferred from the north side Mm -hmm. and he's got a white adopted son and (laughs) from Bosnia, I think. Um, And he's very by the book. He got transferred because he basically mistook somebody, you know, mistook a professor for like being in the wrong neighborhood type of thing. Got filmed for it and that type of shit. And his partner, uh, Officer Turner, is very like greasy. You know? Like, okay, yeah. Likes like taking bribes is a little uh it's not it's not all the way on the up and up. And there's a fucking scene where she just buys this building randomly and like has to deal with this civil rights leader that's like squatting in it. And it's <laughs> there's a bit about whether or not Coretta Scott King was funny and <sighs> it's it's a very bizarre and interesting show. Uh Salahuddin and Riddle I've enjoyed from, they were both on, uh, the late night era of Fallon. So if you enjoy how like weirder Fallon was back then, that's, they were a large kind of part of that, the work they did with the roots and just kind of a lot of other stuff. The guy, Salahuddin is Hubble got you. That's that guy. He was the guy who who really loved the Hubble telescope in the audience, Uh, (laughs) which, which is all time. One of our favorite bits. Okay. So... The Instagram account for the one-time magazine, now just Media Presence Complex, posted a photo of two people from the movie Eternals. And someone cute blew out my DMs and went, what? And I said, yeah. Spoiler for a month's old movie that many of you probably didn't see or don't care to see. I said, yeah, Uh, Harry Styles has a cameo in Eternals. Yeah. And this is how I found myself. Last night, full of tacos, watching Eternals here with someone cute on Disney Plus. Kate, yeah. I'll say it like this: It's not a bad movie. It's a bad Marvel movie.
1: Yeah. Um. Someone. What did someone describe it to me as? They said it's a good sci-fi movie.
0: I just. I. What were? Was this a? Was this a total heat check? From Feige, was he like? Was he like? You know what? Fuck it. I don't M- know. You motherfuckers will watch anything. Eternals, do it. F- Seventy million yeah. budget, get it done. Oscar-winning director, get it done. Yeah. And you get this thing. I just can't. I just can't imagine what like your average I love Iron Man type MCU person. Getting a face full of Celestials and late 70s Kirby Wackadoo. <laughs> Nonsense. Late
1: 70s Kirby Wackadoo. Fucking. Please, I want that on a T. Tea- <laughs> we're making T shirts that say
0: that. Late 70s Kirby Wackadoo. Um, Which just we fucking Pip the Troll and like <laughs> the Black Knight tees and send. Here's Harry mm-hmm. Styles. And he's the brother of Thanos, <laughs> Eros.
1: Yeah, Eros.
0: And just celestials and just, I, that was on some fucking end of Evangelion shit there at the end where it's just like suddenly there's half of a giant being in the middle of the ocean. Okay. I feel like Thor might've noticed that or somebody like, it was just operating on like a pocket universe. Like, yeah. Like they tried to place it in the MCU. They mentioned the blip, they mentioned the Avengers, but like also, also Caitlin.
1: Also. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Has Angelina Jolie enrolled in the Andy McDowell uh, School of Nautical Acquisition?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, she may have.
0: I mean she 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 showed up she showed up to do the damn thing, and did not half-ass it. I just don't know why she was here. Like at one point, I'm watching I'm watching it and it's Selma Hayek and and Angelina Jolie, two Oscar winners, and they're just talking gobbledygook at each other. this fucking yeah. movie and i'm like man if you came from fucking thor ragnarok to this this is it's just wild it's not even but like i it said is. like you said it's a good sci-fi movie if you just go in and be like yeah okay cool i'm here for the sci-fi things. Uh-huh. it is too long by half there are too many oh, people in, there are too many people in this movie
1: <laughs> it is so long
0: favorite yeah. moment they set you up for the uh, for Kamal Nanjani, who was low key maybe with the best part of the movie to be um, like no,
1: no, it was his um his, <laughs> his valet. His porter, his that valet. was the best part of the movie.
0: Kamal Nanjani, who I don't mean, know what the hell is his name? Who knows? They're just gonna I'm gonna be calling them their Game of Thrones character names and like the actors' <laughs> names. Kamal Nanjani, <laughs> who has uh, gotten around the issue of, you know, uh, his immortality by uh, positioning himself as a multi generational Bollywood icon. hmm <laughs> Genius. Um, but he sides with, uh, you know, Rob Stark, Uberman, whatever. It's been like, it's a side, he's on board. The whole thing is like, so Celestials are in some man. Even as I say this, any MCU person who hasn't <laughs> seen the movie is going to be like, huh? It's like, yeah, it's, it's not fun. Like guardians y'all. Um, <laughs> Celestials are super space giants and they uh, breed by hatching out of planets. They put little seed, they put the seeds in the planets, And do what they have to do to make sure civilization blooms. Because, I don't know, that's what warms them. And then it's time to hatch or emerge. And then goodbye planet. Everyone dies. Take the Eternals back. Wipe their memories. Poof, onto the next planet. Um, And as the Eternals learn this, they're like, that doesn't sound great. I like Earth. Even Salma Hayek is like, Earth is special. Half the universe disappeared. And and, and Earth is the one that made it happen. Got it all back to normal the snap of a finger brought all those people back earth is special and rob stark Mm -hmm. is like i love space giant too much (laughs) i cannot i cannot betray space giant (laughs) so while they're discussing that and space giant has left and there was a brief fight between them so then this all comes to light and there's a tussle and rob stark bolts and command on johnny is like i can't fight rob stark he's too powerful none of you can either so i'm out and you think this is setting him up for like a third act uh, comeback. He's going to help everybody out. Nope.
1: Nah. <laughs> he just nah, dips. He was He out. dips
0: and he's gone. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my time here on this planet. Good luck, y'all. Um, It seems very yeah. nonplussed when he just shows up later after it's all been done and be like, I'm real happy that worked out for you. Uh, <laughs> weird narrative yeah. choice. Anyway, it's on Disney Plus. If you have uh, 17 hours to devote to it, I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going to need several bowls of popcorn. That's to not get even this one. It's not
0: even a joke about the runtime. It's like you will probably literally need to pause it and go do something else. Like there was ample, <laughs> ample phone time. Someone cute gave the clearance for phone time during this movie, and that was like, okay, <laughs>
1: this is just yep.
0: this is just background material now. Uh, yeah,
1: it was it was a lot. It was a lot, and it wasn't. I, it, and even though we're talking about it very, it wasn't terrible. It, it just, wasn't. it was just fine.
0: This is the problem. And this is the problem with the MCU. Like they're kind of on the hook. They've never, they've never admitted an L before, and this is the closest they may have to. If they like pull up stakes on the Eternals, it's just like mm. suddenly uh, they may
1: just have them in other things. Yeah, this
0: is how suddenly they get off. They get shunted off to Guardians Four or something like.
1: And like they may just show up in you know, uh, Black Night and Moon Night. And, <laughs> there's a lot of nights going so on. Many,
0: so many nights. Also, yeah. why? Like, I we didn't get to that one because I accidentally hit the skip button or hit the wrong thing, so we didn't see the second credit scene, which is you know Jon Snow as Black or like teasing that he's Black Knight and like Blade's voice off camera type of thing. I these directions are. Weird. You'll get me back on board for any Taika Waititi Thor movies and like James Gunn Guardians movies, but like, yeah, Blade and Black Knight and then, mm. it's a rough hang.
1: Yeah, and also, why was Harry Styles there? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?
0: <laughs> to, to get someone cute on board to watch the movie in the first place. They got their streaming numbers out of me from that.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Rough. Anyways. Hang. Anyway. We're going to take a pause right woof. here. and we'll, Woof. Eternals is the woof of uh, MC, of the MCU. Friends, we're going to take a break right here. and When we come back, we're going to talk about something that, I don't know, was it woof? Was it not? Some people say it was the best anime of 2021. We'll talk about what we thought about that when we talk about Odd Taxi after this break.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we talk about the thing. We have brought each other. We're back to format, everybody.
0: Yeah, ah! kind
1: of. Um, but of course, before we get into it, we have rules. That we do. The first, the first rule is the rule of three. That's the rule if the thing comes in parts, and this does. We will watch three of those parts to make, to, to give it a chance to become the thing it is trying to become. Sometimes shows... It takes a little bit. Usually older shows, most shows now. You guys are lucky. Kind of knows what it wants, goes after it. In our day, eh, there's a little like chug, chug, chugging that had to happen. <laughs> um, you know, as it got it got re- reared up to go. Anyways, it's fine. The second rule is hashtag saver for the pod. That's the rule that we will not talk about the thing we watched until we are sitting in front of these microphones so, A, Jordan and I don't know whether we both watched or how much we watched. And, B, we do this we do this so that you guys get the freshest of takes. Yes. The third rule is not really a rule, it's more of a policy, is that there will be spoilers. You can't really spoil this show, um, but if you don't want to know anything about it, before we start talking about it, then you should just leave now and go watch it.
0: Go so you can be part watch of the conversation. It. It's on Crunchyroll. It was last season, so you can watch it free with ads. So, like I said before the break, um, you know, I, lo- I love a good, I love list season. And it occurred to me, I've been reading, you know, best subs about uh, you know video games and and music and books, and it occurred to me after the new year, it's like I never really checked out what was popping poppin with anime. Like, what were, were the hot animes of the year last year? And I saw this one, frankly, to my surprise, turn up at the top of a couple people's lists. Which was a hmm. show I had seen floated about. Um, and I had seen some of the uh, you know character designs and how it looked, and I went, word? That one? Well, alright. Let's dip in. Continuing the tradition has just been a great, in the tradition of B stars and Brave New Animal it's like it's just the furries just keep having a great great couple years <laughs> in the anime world. Uh, so this is Odd Taxi, is a Japanese anime television series based on a manga by Kazuya Konomono and Takeichi Abaraya produced by OLM and PICS the anime aired on TV Tokyo from April 6th to June 29th of 2021, a forthcoming movie called In the Woods will be released in theaters April of 2022. The plot is basically set in a world of anthropomorphic animals. Odd Taxi follows the story of Orokawa, a 41-year-old walrus taxi driver whose parents abandoned him in elementary school, leaving him generally antisocial. However, he usually has conversations with other animal inhabitants who ride in his taxi on their respective journeys around Tokyo, where the series is set. Otokawa's conversations with these people unravel into a series of mysteries and acts of violence, including that of a missing high school girl. Because of the case of the missing girl, the police have been tracking leads back to him, and now both the Yakuza and the cops are on his tail. Also, not for nothing, uh, the theme song of this anime is done by Pun P in collaboration with someone else. Sorry, I don't remember who the other guy is, but Pun P is one of my favorite Japanese rappers in the current... uh, him and his whole collective, aka Summit. Uh, it's rare for me to not like a pun piece song, and I like this pun piece song. It's a fun little ditty, a <laughs> little melancholic ditty. Um, mm-hmm. Kate, the show was not what I expected at all. Yeah, but I don't know if I liked it. What did you think of it?
1: Um, it was okay. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Ooh, I can't quite put my finger on it. It was a lot of. Very sad male characters. <laughs> um, and though, though, see at the end of the third episode, there is a thing and I'm like, Hmm, this is, this, do is, I,
0: this is the thing. Yes. Go ahead.
1: I was like, do, do I want to know what happens? And I kind of do because there are a couple of mysteries. Um, I have, and I kind of want to see how they're solved, but I do, do, how I have, much do I want to hear about sad men talking with their love lives?
0: <laughs> I have one, really one note written down about this show, um, mm-hmm. which is going to make it a very short segment. But uh, I've never been so intrigued by a mystery with so little interest in seeing how it resolves. <laughs> 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 and I yeah. don't know if that's the characters. Otakawa is a fucking pill. Aww. I do not want to hang out with this dude. I do not no. believe that the alpaca lady is really into him. I believe that's probably uh, something that's going to turn out bad for everybody. But I mean, like you said, there's enough there. Who's he talking to in the closet? Did he know the, you know, the the missing girl got in his taxi? What happened to her? You see, yeah. you see fricking somebody with like bricks wrapped around it, get thrown into a river at the, in the first episode. And like you said, every the it's got Netflix pacing. Yeah. We're even as bored as you are through an episode and the third episode was boring. Um but that'll just be one thing at the end.
1: That was there was only one good
0: thing about the third episode
1: was watching that Alpaca or llama? I actually don't know what she is. Do Brazilian jiu jitsu?
0: <laughs> do, do, do capoeira for no reason?
1: Yes, and the dancing, the, the dancing version, and just seeing his face—like, please stop. Uh That
0: was just about it. Now I I know from what I have heard or from what I have read in the recaps about this show when they were it was getting hailed as one of the best of 2021, is that. The the wider cast, even though Odakawa is essentially the not you know nominally the main character, everyone else in the show does have a like full arc story type of thing. Obviously, I want to know what's going on with the uh, little idol group, with the, yes. the little failing idol group. Which, not for mm-hmm. nothing, two members of Muse doing voice work on this show. Got to say.
1: Yeah. Including Um, uh, the
0: the main idol, the one who's like been picked today, the one who doesn't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Suzuko Mimorin, a.k.a. uh, the woman who really wanted to ride ponies and was very disappointed when she couldn't. (laughs) That's how Caitlin's going to remember her. Uh, Yes, yes. Yes, she does that voice and also sings the ending theme, which is not as good as the opening theme. Um, Yeah, the mysteries are solid, but just it's a a lot of phone time when it's playing out. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's, I don't
0: is it, know. Is it the art design? I, is it the...
1: No, I think the art design is actually one of the things I like about it. Okay. Um, I I like that they're animals. Um, I, I think the characters are not, like, the, what is he, some sort of monkey? His friend? His
0: friend? Yeah, he's a monkey. Uh,
1: is... Oh, that was actually another part of the third episode. That was kind of funny. The gangster when the monkey was on guy, the
0: phone?
1: He thought that the gangster was talking to him and he was on the phone the whole yes. time. That that was actually quite funny. Um, but that monkey character is the worst. <laughs> um, and, you know, I feel like the female characters are more compelling. Um, I don't know if that was on purpose. I don't know if things are going to change. Um I don't know. It, it, this is a really weird one. The pacing is weird. The tone is weird.
0: Um, I feel like there are a lot of jokes and subtleties in like the Japanese that is not coming through on the translation. There have been some weird subtitle choices in the wordings. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime Japanese comedy is a plot point, that's always going to oh. be a rough thing because Japanese comedy is not... <laughs> does not translate it is no talk about puns it's puns and yelling and catchphrases and like like the fucking catchphrases oh my god yeah
1: and you can people can come at us but like we are fully saying like it it's not for us we don't understand it we don't find (laughs) it funny and that's okay like that's nothing against japanese comedy but it's just not not for us um because I can't remember what we were talking about before, where it was supposed to be very funny, and I was like, "This is not funny." Oh,
0: what like, was it? I don't know. But for okay. an... oh,
1: you know what? I think it was. You know what? I don't think it was Japanese. I think it, we were talking about Korean dramas. Oh <sighs> ah, right. And the, the comedy in Korean dramas, and that's in in the way that, I'm not saying that they're exactly the same, but they have a similarity of like it. It just doesn't translate well Listen. culturally.
0: I'll give you an example from something else entirely, but there's a guy on Instagram I follow. His name is Yabatan. He's a Norwegian guy who is fluent in Japanese and makes these little yeah. videos, these little man on the street videos. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like a like a more awkward side talk. So I talk Tokyo, but it's it's him, just kind of yeah. low key interviewing people or going to things. But he's you gotta have a catchphrase, right? That's always how you get over in Japanese comedy, and his catchphrase is, "I'm really surprised." But the way he says it is <laughs> He does that every time, and when he does that to people on the streets, they lose their fucking minds, Caitlin <laughs> They are dying laughing, they want to do it with them. they're so amped, and every time he does it, I'm like Ugh.
1: so so yeah the but back to the 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 anime like it's it's weird because I didn't hate it while watching it um i just was like i don't know if i'm gonna go back to this but i also kind of am curious like it was just this weird i had to actually think about it (laughs) um so i mean it's like a seven
0: yeah yeah that's a perfect perfect grade for it i'll give it a seven and like i said i want to know what happened and from everything i read people were citing like the ending as like one of the Reasons why it ranks so high on these people's lists is just like they just they crushed the ending. You know how you feel about anime endings?
1: Oh, you mean not everyone is going to get turned into a beam of light?
0: <laughs> we can
1: amazing
0: only hope. Um, yeah. Although if there's a movie coming, well, I hope you wrap up this story. I don't want too many. I want to. I don't want no danglers. If you're going to do this. I wouldn't mind something like
1: others like. Other stuff in the world, and again, like I, I like that they're talking. Like, there's there are these side characters, and they're actually getting more of a story. Right, that this idol group is getting more of a story, and you actually see the two other idol girls, and they're talking about like, you know, why they're really tired or what's going on. And I, I want some background on the lady who owns the bar. Like, yeah, right. You know, I. I like I liked that about it a lot. You get this really full picture of people and their lives. Um Yeah, but there is definitely something with the like the the men being you know, this their very sad love lives and and I felt really bad for that monkey, but also didn't want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. Just,
0: just a lot of sad, depressed men, although it's the hook is yeah, they're walruses and anteaters and shit, yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah,
0: right, it's on Crunchyroll. Will we stick with it? Uh, out, out of spite, I maybe I don't know.
1: <laughs> I love that we're both just like, mm, I don't, I, I mean, don't know. I'm, I'm,
0: Yellow Jackets is done, all my others are done. I finished Blue Period, I finished, I finished Comey Can't Communicate, like, there's nothing. There's yeah. an, but there's there's two there's this one in a show called Ranking of Kings which if I dig into that might come back in a month we'll take another swing at one of the best anime of the year but um, I
1: might uh, see I might be playing Mist <laughs> and sake. that might be
0: <laughs> got no no time for mediocre content when we have Mist to play
1: yeah I just I don't like I've literally been like can we afford a game system? Am I gonna buy a PS4? Can I afford a PS4? The answer is no. <laughs> oh my god. Um, why are PS's so expensive? And like you can't get a PS5? I think like it's no, you impossible. Can't. Um so uh, things I did not know until I was like, huh, I wonder if I can play these games and like and maybe other games. Maybe there are other games I want to play.
0: Other games.
1: Uh other games i know yeah,
0: um, persona but- Th- persona five strikers was the uh playstation game of the month for free this month i got to get the download Ooh. started on that love me some persona yeah
1: yeah yeah see you've got persona i've got Mist.
0: <laughs> i just want to uh, butt. i just want to button mash you you want thinky thinky i do put water in cu- i want to put water in cups and set them on platforms type mm-hmm. of shit
1: yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Make a, Where do I play that?
0: Make the make the gears of a clock uh, <laughs> reach the to, reach the right time certainly. using pulleys and and birds.
1: Yeah, that's this is exactly just. I should give you to make like <laughs> I'll give you money to make the game. You know exactly what I want. God,
0: friends, I know. Let us know what you thought of Odd Taxi. Are we missing it completely? If you want to yell at us for being for missing the point. You want to tell us to stick with it. If you want to advocate on its behalf, hit us up, twitter.com slash geekdownpod. Get up off Twitter. Let us know we're just buffoons who are missing the point and that we need to finish it regardless of what we think. And we'll probably listen to you. Uh, otherwise, I believe that's just about going to do it for us this week, friends. Yeah. Bit of a freewheeling episode from your Boba Fetts to your Eternals to your Walrus taxi drivers. But hey, it's what you come here for.
1: We have a lot of, of circles in our Venn diagram.
0: We got range, y'all. We got range. Like I keep saying, not, not every podcast does it like this. You get walrus and walruses and taxi driving walruses and, uh, you know, Rob Stark in the same episode. Amazing. It's what we do. Friends, I don't know what we'll be watching next week, but we're going to have something. So we're back to format. No theme months. No theme months for quite some time
1: i can always whip up one
0: (laughs) i don't
1: want
0: to give her her that opportunity so i'm leaving now friends thank you so much for spending an hour and change with us every week it truly means the world to us my name is jordan ferguson
1: my name is caitlin mckinnon the theme song is by rob gasser and i hope you will join us next week for another amazing episode of geek down podcast
0: hold it together till april sweetie <laughs> it's, when, it's when the when the new macbooks are getting announced apparently just hold it together a few more months then you can rest sweetums